have the family, the extended family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, acquaintances and social media connections. To how many are you bound? Is there a limit on how many people you're accepting in your social group? Actually, yes. And it's called Dunbar's number. Today in the spotlight is the limit of our social cognition. Join me to discover how your brain has evolved to keep you focused while deciding how many people are too many in your life. You're listening to Design Tokens, a podcast for the people shaping tomorrow. People like you and everyone you know. A show with stories about little things with a significant impact. Creations of your inner designer. I'm your host, Sip Rhymes. Robin Dunbar, an anthropologist and evolutionary psychologist, studied different species of animals. He wanted to know if there's a connection between brain size and the number of stable relationships in social groups. Dunbar then extrapolated his findings to calculate the social group size limit for humans, which is 150. What's interesting, Dunbar studied hunter-gatherer communities, so looking at the human neocortex from thousands of years ago. He found that Neolithic farming villages averaged 150 people, as did professional armies from the Roman days and modern army units. It turns out that the reason for that is it's a problem with your brain. And we've been able to show with uh, neuroimaging studies and a series of neuroimaging studies, and these are now being replicated by other people, so the effect really is quite robust, is that the number of friends you have is essentially a function of the size of this bit of the brain up here, right above the eyes. That's the bit that's hugely important in, in managing social interactions, it turns out. That's the man himself giving a TEDx talk. So, our brain has cognitive limitations. To be more exact, our memory and attention are finite. Hence the need to prioritize interactions. Relationships are expensive when it comes to time and energy consumption. Being very dependent on social ties, we need to belong and to interact on a profound level. While healthy relationships are quintessential to our well-being, they get harder and harder to be formed and nurtured as we grow older. From another perspective, today, we connect with other people faster than ever. However, the majority of these relationships are shallow and without meaning. Are they necessary? Probably yes. If we ate only our preferred meal daily, eventually, it would stop being a preference. We need fillers, different things that by contrast, make the significant ones shine. But never forget, they will remain shallow. Now here's the cool part. You belong to a social group and it isn't just a crowd. A crowd has no way of communicating. It has no sense of direction and it has no leader. Directly and indirectly, consciously and unconsciously, we're influencing each other. We do have a shared understanding of order, but we aren't always acknowledging it. The group that I was telling you about is your tribe, of which leader is you. But this also goes for everyone else from your tribe. Every person from his or her perspective is the leader. We are leaders as much as we are followers, and being a good leader teaches you how to be a good follower. Leaders learn from followers, and vice versa. 
So when we as leaders act in a certain way, we're influencing our social peers to adapt. In return, they will replicate this behavior, influencing others, and so on. But don't just take my word for it. Here is Jordan Peterson on the importance of human connections. If you're embedded in a functional social community, so you have family members, you have friends, you have a broader community, then everyone around you is constantly reminding you how to be sane. No, they let you know when your jokes aren't funny. They let you know when you're too ir irritable and arrogant. And so that holds you together. It's like a marketplace. It's a distributed cognitive marketplace for sanity. And people can't tolerate isolation. You know, it's, it's a very rare person who can, who can be on their own and stay together. When it comes to socializing, we don't know what we want exactly. Evolution took a shortcut. We skipped that day of school when life taught us how to develop a system that can help us properly assess and prioritize relationships without being chemically influenced by our bodies. And probably it's for the better. Our brain is guiding our focus on one person at a time, giving her or him our full attention, our respect and our love. We should stop hijacking ourselves, realizing we're the ones using technology to our detriment. Others can design it, serve it, and promote it, but at the end of the day, it's us making a choice. Choose people over technology. Choose deep and meaningful relationships over shallow ones. Choose to make the most out of this life. It's within your power. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this audio snippet, please share it with a friend, send your comments across, or subscribe for more. I'm C Primes from Design Tokens. Stay safe, stay happy.